0: I'm Lester Holt. Tonight on Dateline, Savannah Guthrie with an NBC News exclusive. Amber Heard speaks out in her first interview since the trial watched by millions worldwide.
1: I'm not a perfect victim. I get it. I'm not a saint. I'm not asking anyone to like me. But I asked the jury to just see me as human.
2: There's no polite way to say it. The jury looked at the evidence you presented, they listened to your testimony, and they did not believe you.
1: How could they not come to that conclusion? They heard over three weeks of non-stop, relentless testimony. I'm a hysterical woman, I'm a crazy woman, I can't be trusted.
2: The depth team argued that you were the abuser. You instigated physical violence.
1: I never had to instigate it. I responded to it. This is a trial run amok, played out on TikTok and social media.
2: Are you nervous as we are here today about what you can say now?
1: Of course. I did everything I could to stand up for myself and the truth.
0: Here's today's Show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie with Amber Heard after the verdict.
2: You're here. Some people might ask, why? Are you brave? Are you reckless? Are you vindictive? Why did you want to do an interview?
1: One thing I can tell you is, um, one thing I'm not is vindictive. There's no part of me that sees any, um, this would be a really lousy way to get
2: vengeance. What do you hope to get across here? You've had everything said about you. What do you wish people knew?
1: You know, Savannah, as silly as it is to say this out loud, my goal, the only thing I could hope for at this point, is just want people to see me as a human being.
2: Tonight we talk with Amber Heard, the woman at the center of one of the most sensational media spectacles in recent memory.
0: This is a case about the impact of Amber Heard's words on Johnny Depp.
2: For six weeks, millions of viewers around the world were glued to their screens, hanging on every moment of this courtroom slugfest between Hollywood
3: stars. The next move was just a bang and just uh, she clocked me in the jaw.
1: It just hit me over and over and over again. And I thought, this is how I die.
2: The trial made public a volatile marriage with private moments caught on tape.
1: <laughs> I was hitting you, it was not
2: punching you. Babe, you're not punched. For some people, they just were, frankly, disgusted by the whole thing and don't have much sympathy for either one of you. Can you understand that?
1: Absolutely. I can understand that. I would not blame the average person for looking at this and how it's been covered and not think that it is Hollywood brats at their, at their worst. I'd, but what people don't understand is it's, it's actually so much bigger than that. This is, uh, this is not only about our First Amendment right to speak. But
2: here's the thing about the First Amendment. The First Amendment protects free speech. It doesn't protect lies that amount to defamation. And that was the issue in the case.
1: Yes, exactly. Free speech does not protect you if you, you know, go into a crowded theater and you scream fire. We get the concept of free speech from the Greeks. But my understanding of what that means is not just the freedom to speak. It's a freedom to speak truth to power.
2: But truth is the word, and that
1: was the issue.
2: And that's all I spoke. So how did it all come to this?
3: See you down the road.
2: Amber Laura Heard grew up outside Austin, Texas, with big dreams of Hollywood stardom. After moving to Los Angeles at the age of 17, she booked a string of TV and movie roles. In 2009, she got a call that would change her life. It was from superstar Johnny Depp, who wanted her to co-star with him in a film called *The Rum Diary*. He was 46; she was half his age. To abuse. Months later, Amber dropped the restraining order, and they divorced. And it seemed like the Depp Heard saga might end there. What? Should we in 2018, she landed her biggest role yet in Aquaman. That same year, as the Me Too movement was in full swing, she wrote this now infamous op-ed for the Washington Post. It included a key line: I became a public figure representing domestic abuse. You said many times you just wanted to go on with your life. When you wrote the op-ed, it raised all of this again. Why did you do that if you wanted to just go on and put this past you well, that because op-ed wasn't
1: about my relationship with Johnny, but
2: it alluded to him
1: It, it, it was that, unmistakable it, you know what the op-ed was about was um, you know me loaning my voice to bigger cultural conversation that we were having at the time it was about reforms legislative reforms and uh, Renewing the Violence Against Women Act. Did you worry, gosh, I'd love to be a person weighing in on these cultural issues,
2: but that's gonna stir this all up again?
1: You know, that, that's a, a great question. And one that I wish was considered more seriously
2: because it's important. When you wrote this op-ed, it was the height of Me Too. Legions of powerful men being canceled, losing their jobs. Did you want that to happen to Johnny Depp? Of course not. It wasn't about him. Johnny, 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 Johnny. Johnny Depp disagreed and filed a $50 million defamation lawsuit against her. Good morning. Good morning. She countersued, all of which led to the recent showdown in court. I don't have to remind you that you've been found liable for defamation against Johnny Depp. Having been found liable, are you nervous as we are here today about what you can say now?
1: Of course. I took for granted what I assumed was my right to speak. Not just about what I lived through, but what I knew. Do you feel like you could be sued again by him for defamation? I'm terrified, which is what I guess a defamation lawsuit is meant to do. It's meant to.
0: <laughs> to take your voice. When we come back, Inside the Allegations. She has a need for conflict, she has a need for violence.
2: The Dep team argued that you were the abuser, that you instigated physical violence.
1: I never had to instigate it, I responded to it. As I testified to, if it meant the difference between a broken nose or a, a, a sore cheek, I would do it.
2: People lined the streets waiting for a glimpse of them, these two movie actors. Their cars pulling up, not to a red carpet, but to a Virginia courthouse. What did you see out the window of that car?
1: Every single day I passed city blocks lined with people holding signs saying things that I couldn't repeat on television. And they had to establish barricades to protect me so I could drive into a protected entrance of the courthouse. Every single day that's how I walked in the court.
2: There were more people waiting for her inside, packing the courtroom and watching from home. Amber's lawyers had fought to keep
1: TV cameras out, but lost. I didn't want this to be a thing. I didn't want it to be a trial. I didn't want it to be a part of the public record. But when someone sues you, you don't really have a choice. With the burden of proof on
2: him, Johnny Depp made his case first. To prove defamation, his lawyers needed to show that Amber's claims of abuse were false and had hurt his career. Mr. Depp, have you ever physically assaulted Miss Heard? Never. Have you ever sexually assaulted Miss Heard?
3: Never. Certainly not.
2: What have you lost as a result of Miss Heard making these allegations against you?
3: Nothing less than everything.
2: Depp said there was an abuser in the courtroom, but it wasn't him, it was Amber.
3: Which is a need for conflict. There's a need for violence. It erupts out of nowhere.
2: Depp described a particularly violent fight they had when he was filming in Australia. He said Amber threw a vodka bottle at him.
3: And it made contact and shattered uh, everywhere. And then I looked down and realized that uh, the... The tip of my finger had been severed.
2: Depp's attorney showed the jury photos of injuries they said Amber had inflicted on Depp and asked members of his security staff to tell the jury what they'd seen.
3: I heard and saw a closed fist um, contact Mr. Depp in the left side of his face.
2: And whose fist was that?
3: That was Miss Hurd's
0: fist, Amber Hurd's fist.
2: The Dep team argued that you were the abuser, that you instigated physical violence, did you?
1: I never had to instigate it, I responded to it. When you're living in violence and it becomes normal, as I testified to, you have to adapt, you adopt strategies to cope with it, if, and if it meant, as I testified to, if it meant the difference, between a broken nose or a, a, a sore cheek I would do it
2: what about the witnesses who said they have seen you instigate physical violence
1: did they all come in and lie in court I'm you know less interested in sitting here you know relitigating it with you I am not here to call any of his witnesses any names I'm not here to do that I'm, I'm here to just kind of talk about it from yeah. what it felt like for me as a person who sat there. There was one more voice Depp's legal team
2: wanted the jury to hear Amber's. They had audio recordings of the couple talking about how Amber sometimes got physical.
3: I'm going to smack my ear again. it okay. so, f- resounds in my f- I Do you like that? I love you. Oh? Huh? I love you. I'm sorry.
2: In another recording, Amber was less apologetic.
1: I'm sorry I hit you like this, but I did not punch you. I did not deck you. I was hitting you.
2: There are tapes in which you acknowledge hitting. There are tapes in which you say,
1: I started the fight. I know much has been made of, of these audio tapes. And as I testified on the stand, what you would hear in those clips are not evidence of what was happening. It was evidence of a negotiation of how to talk about that with your abuser.
2: But I am looking at a transcript that says, he says, you start physical fights and you say, I did start a physical fight. I did start
1: a physical fight. Yeah, you did.
2: But you're just telling me today, I never started a physical fight and here you are on tape saying, you did.
1: As I testified on the stand about this, is that when your life is at risk, not only will you take the blame for things that you shouldn't take the blame for but when you're in an abusive dynamic psychologically emotionally and physically you don't have the luxury of saying hey, this is black and white because it's anything but when you're living in it. He says he never
2: hit you never is that a lie. Yes, it is. He says he's never struck any woman his lawyers argued at trial. None of his other prior relationships, not one woman has come forward and said he physically hit them. You were the only one. Look what happened to me when I came forward.
0: Would you? Coming up.
1: I felt so embarrassed that he could kick me to the ground in front of people.
2: As you sit here today, do you stand by your testimony and your accusations against Johnny Depp about
0: abuse?
1: Of course, and I will to my dying day
0: when Dateline continues.
3: It was a shocking day in court. Yesterday. The
2: attention seemed to grow day by day. The surprises just keep coming in this trial. But for all the intense curiosity, this was not the first time Amber Heard and Johnny Depp faced off in court.
1: There was another trial dealt with the same substantive issues, handled differently by a a judge instead of a jury. Johnny Depp sued The Sun,
2: a British tabloid, over an article it published describing him as a wife-beater. The case went to trial two years ago in the UK. There were no cameras in court. The judge in that case found that most of Amber Heard's allegations of abuse were substantially true. Johnny Depp has lost his legal battle with a British tabloid. We prevailed overwhelmingly. The jury in the US trial wasn't allowed to hear about that judgment. And Amber says that by the time she got up to tell her side of the story, I do. The court of public opinion here had
1: already turned against her. After three and a half weeks, I took the stand and saw the courtroom packed, full of Captain Jack Sparrow fans, who were vocal, energized, who had came come from all ends of the world. We've been here all not long. I took two buses, two trains, and I had to walk a half an hour. And the jury saw all of that.
2: During five days on the stand, Amber told her version of the toxic relationship. She said the physical abuse began when they were first dating and continued throughout their marriage.
1: When I was walking out of the bedroom, slapped me across the face. I turned to look at him, and I said, Johnny, you hit me. You just hit me. I I testified on the stand, I got hit for a very long time before I knew how to even try to defend myself. Amber said the abuse usually happened in private, but told the
2: jury Depp once kicked her on a plane in front of his entourage.
1: I felt so embarrassed that he could kick me to the ground in front of
2: people. In all, she described at least 12 times when Depp hit her. And he's punching me, punching me with a close fist, punching me. She said it often happened when he was drunk or on drugs. Right now, as you sit here today, do you stand by your testimony and your accusations against Johnny Depp about abuse?
1: Of course, and I will to my dying day. I know what happened to me. I'm here as a survivor. I, to my dying day, will stand by every word of my testimony to support her
2: allegations her attorney showed photos of injuries they said were caused by Depp one alleged beating happened in 2015 before Amber appeared on the late late show with James Corden exhibit 16 a makeup artist saw Amber the day of the alleged incident and said she didn't see any injuries but the next day
0: she had a discoloration here under both eyes and on the, bridge of the and the bridge of the nose uh, and she had What I would call a split lip. If I
2: witness. A nurse testified she saw Amber's bloody lip.
0: And she told
2: you that that was a result of um, the altercation with Mr. Depp, right?
3: Right.
2: And Amber's sister took the stand and told the story of one fight that she said included Depp hitting her, something Depp denies.
1: He comes up behind me, strikes me in the back kind of just somewhere over here, he strikes me in the back, I hear Amber shout, don't hit my sister. She smacks him, lands one, and then he grabbed Amber by the hair with one hand and was whacking her repeatedly in the face with the other. Mr. Depp, we've talked about this.
2: Um, Amber's side also played its own snippets of audio. Amber talking to Depp about acts of violence. Put
1: your cigarettes out on someone else. You have consequences for your actions. That's it. Shut up, fat ass. Week prior, after you beat the out of me. What happened?
2: Then there was this video.
3: Did something happen to you this morning? I don't think so. You're crazy. Oh, you're crazy. You're
0: crazy. Have you
1: drunk this whole thing this morning?
0: You would agree that you were violent in that clip, correct? Um,
3: Clearly, I was having a bad time. Yes, you didn't I, I did assault um, a couple of cabinets, but I did not touch Miss
0: Heard. You, you poured yourself a, um, a mega pint of red wine, correct?
3: A mega pint.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: I poured myself a large glass of wine. Right.
2: And remember what Depp said about that fight in Australia when his finger was severed. Amber denied hurting him and said on that trip, she was the real victim. Amber went on to describe a harrowing incident of sexual abuse. She testified that Depp assaulted her with a bottle.
1: But I could just feel this pressure. And I remember that just not wanting to move. Because I didn't know if the bottle that he had inside me was broken. I in that courtroom. I am testifying about a, about sexual assault. And domestic violence next to a jury. In front of a whole packed courtroom of people who are expressing their vocal. Support and disdain for me. Amber had told her story
0: sitting here today Ms.
1: now she would be forced to defend it.
0: Coming up, what the jury never saw.
1: There's a a binder worth of notes that were taken by my doctor. Her notes represented years of what was going on.
0: lies have been exposed to the world multiple times, right?
1: I haven't lied about anything I've been here to say.
0: After describing
2: the abuse she says she suffered at the hands of Johnny Depp, Amber Heard then faced his attorney, Camille Vasquez. things things that. Vasquez set out to convince jurors they couldn't trust a word that came out of Amber's mouth.
1: You got physical with Mr. Depp often during your relationship, didn't you? I had to defend myself as best I could. You just couldn't control yourself, could you, Miss Heard? Who was the real monster in this relationship, Ms. Heard?
2: Depp's team argued job. that Amber had a history of being untruthful. Case in point
1: $7 million in total was donated to, and I split it between the ACLU and Children's Hospital of Los Angeles.
2: They played a clip from an interview on Dutch TV where she said she had donated her $7 million divorce settlement to charity. But it was revealed at trial that you haven't done so yet. Do you
1: think that raised questions as to your credibility with the jury? Well, I think, you know, look, when you say to someone, I bought a house. Are you lying because you have not paid for it in full at that point? I made a a pledge and that pledge is made over time by its nature. You're splitting hairs a little bit there,
2: because when you say I donated, you know that everybody thinks that you've donated it, not that you've pledged it. So, for the jurors sitting there, do you think they felt like that was you getting caught in a lie?
1: I I don't know because so much of the, I feel like so much of the trial was meant to cast aspersions on who I am as a human, my credibility, to call me a liar in in every way you can. That was the trial. It was a credibility contest. Depp's team also
2: painted Amber as an attention seeker saying she wrote that 2018 op-ed to coincide with the release of Aquaman. They suggested this was a publicity stunt a way to raise your profile at a time when these issues
1: were quite relevant. It was one of those few moments of levity in the trial when I heard it suggested that my op-ed in the Washington Post could potentially boost sales for an international multi-million dollar superhero franchise movie that I was starring in. It's the other way around. You know, if anything, we're trying to get more awareness and attention on the issues within the article. It wasn't a publicity
2: stunt or a way to... It's the opposite, you know. Depp's lawyers called witnesses to challenge Amber's stories of abuse. One of Depp's friends testified about that fight on a plane when Amber says he kicked her.
3: And it's your testimony that Mr. Depp didn't kick Amber?
0: I I didn't see anything like that.
2: And to counter the photographic evidence of Amber's injuries, Depp's lawyers showed the jury a slew of pictures of the actress looking unblemished after the alleged abuse.
0: Your nose doesn't appear to be injured in any of these pictures, does it, Miss
1: Heard? That's why I'm wearing makeup.
2: Amber testified that some of the photos Depp's lawyers brought to court were taken days, even weeks after the alleged injuries occurred.
1: What I learned in that trial is it's it's never going to be good enough if you have proof then it was a scheme, it was a hoax. If you don't have proof it didn't happen. If you have a bruise, it's fake. If you don't have a bruise then it did Violence clearly didn't hurt you. If you told people, then you're hysterical. If you didn't tell anyone, it didn't happen.
3: You also told this jury when it came, it came
2: to, 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 to Amber's say. most explosive testimony, the sexual assault, Depp's team pointed out the allegations only came up after her divorce. In court, attorney Camille Vasquez pulled no punches
0: testified you bled from your vagina as a result of that sexual assault? Yes. There aren't any medical records reflecting that you sought medical treatment for any of these injuries, are there?
1: I did not seek uh, medical treatment after Australia, no.
0: Not for the rape?
1: No, I did not want to tell anyone. There's
2: no experience like being cross-examined. What was that experience like for you?
1: The scariest most intimidating thing. For anybody. Talking about sexual violence. Is not being believed being called a liar. Or being humiliated.
2: Throughout the trial both sides fought to get additional evidence in front of the jury to bolster their claims. Some of it was deemed hearsay under the rules of evidence and declared inadmissible by the judge. Is there one piece of evidence that you wish the jury had seen that you could point to? You say, ah, oh, this would have made the difference.
1: Yeah. What is it? There's a, a binder worth of years of notes dating back to 2011 from the very beginning of my relationship that were taken by my doctor, who I was reporting the abuse to.
2: That doctor was Amber's therapist at the time. We looked at notes the doctor took during some of their sessions which show that as far back as 2012, Amber was talking about physical abuse. In January of that year, she told her therapist, Depp, hit her, threw her on the floor. Eight months after that, ripped her nightgown, threw her on bed. And in 2013, the therapist's notes say, he threw her against a wall and
1: threatened to kill her. I am talking about what's happening to me In real time, she was taking contemporaneous notes.
2: Of what was happening. Amber's lawyers also showed us text messages that were excluded from trial like this one she sent to another therapist saying Johnny did a number on me I thought I had a concussion and this text message she says she sent to her father after that disputed incident on the plane she wrote he kicked me in front of everyone.
1: I testified I was attacked on that flight, and I was attacked in front of people. And I, when I got off the plane, sent messages to people about what had happened. I'm angry because this happened. Can you believe he did this and this and this, you know? And one of the people I reached out to was my father.
2: Depp's lawyers say the judge's rulings were fair, and a Depp spokesperson told us, it's unfortunate that the defendant and her team are back to repeating, reimagining, and relitigating matters that have already been decided by the court. Amber thinks the case wasn't just decided inside the courtroom. She believes what happened outside made all the difference.
0: Coming up,
1: the majority of this trial was played out
0: outside of a courtroom. The social media storm. Did it affect the verdict? You think the jury saw it?
1: How could they not?
0: When Dateline continues.
2: There's a text message where Johnny promises total global humiliation for you. Do you feel like that came true?
1: I know he promised it. I testified to this. I'm not a a good victim, I get it. I'm not a likable victim. I'm not a perfect victim, I get it. I'm not a saint. I'm not asking anyone to like me. But when I testified, I asked the jury to just see me as human and hear his own words, which is a promise to do this, a promise to humiliate me, a promise to ruin me. It feels as though he has.
2: As the trial unfolded inside that Virginia courtroom, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp were being judged in the court of public opinion.
0: This Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing has been going
2: on for a little bit now and it's gotten pretty wild. Though both stars had their supporters on social media, there is no question that the Internet sided against Amber Heard.
0: Ew, this is so cringe. Guilty. I
2: mean, this was a sort of medieval orgy of hatred. Michelle Goldberg is an opinion columnist for the New York Times I think it was you know people really enjoyed joining in that's you know often the case with mob behavior and I think that's essentially what this was it was kind of you know misogynist mob behavior. Online people picked apart Amber's every move videos ridiculed her facial expressions. And accused her of faking emotion on the stand
1: this. This is just a fake crying train wreck you can't look away from. Johnny, you hit me. You hit me. It was really striking to me to see all of these people engaging in this trend of reenacting her testimony. And I was walking out of the bedroom, slapped me across the face. I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. A domestic violence trial becoming this
2: source of national hilarity. One of the most infamous moments in the trial was when Johnny Depp suggested she may have defecated on their bed.
3: And on my side of the bed was human fecal matter.
2: Amber denied it, but that didn't stop the internet from branding her with a viral
1: nickname. I saw what was happening to me in real time. I don't care what one thinks about me um, or what judgments you want to make about what happened in the privacy of my own home in my marriage behind closed doors. I, I don't presume the average person should know those things and so I don't take it personally but even somebody who is sure I'm deserving of all this hate and vitriol even if you think that I'm lying you still couldn't tell me Look me in the eye and tell me that you think on social media there's been a fair representation. You cannot tell me that you think that this has been
2: fair. If Amber was the villain, then Johnny Depp was often portrayed as the hero.
3: This dude's such a stud.
2: (laughs) People online found his grasp of the law charming.
3: That's hearsay, I guess.
2: I'm learning and testimony about his drinking only seemed to endear him more to his digital fans.
0: You poured yourself a, um a mega pint of red wine correct. A mega pint.
2: During the six week trial jurors weren't sequestered they spent nights and weekends at home with their phones. I think a majority of
1: this trial was played out outside of a courtroom. Unfortunately, I think vast majority of this trial was played out on social media. And I think that this trial is an example of that gone haywire, gone amok. And the jury is not immune to that. You think the jury saw it? How could they not? I think even the most well intentioned juror, it would have been impossible to avoid this. Depp's attorneys reject the notion
2: that social media influenced the jury in any way. They say they believe jurors followed the judge's instructions to not read about the case. They said social media wasn't the problem. Amber was. The Depp lawyer said, called your testimony the performance of a lifetime and said you were acting. What do you say
1: to that? Says the lawyer for the man who convinced the world he had scissors for fingers. I'm the performer. I had listened to weeks of testimony uh, insinuating that or saying quite directly that, you know, I'm a terrible actress. Uh, So I'm, I'm a bit confused how I could
0: be both. Coming up. The verdict, what might the impact be?
1: I worry about some of the very, very real fear others may have about coming forward.
0: And what may surprise you? You
2: issued a statement, I still have love for Johnny. Is that still true? After 6 weeks of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard slugging it out in court, the case went to the jury. It's the day of the verdict. You come into the courtroom, were you feeling confident.
1: (sighs) That's a great question. I wish I could say yes to that. I want to say yes to you, but it would wouldn't be true.
0: Question. The statement has a defamatory implication about Mr. Depp. Answer, yes. Court is adjourned. Thank, Thank
2: you. you. In the end, the jury believed Johnny Depp, awarding him more than $10 million in damages. Amber won a single defamation claim in her countersuit and was awarded $2 million. There's no polite way to say it. The jury looked at the evidence you presented, they listened to your testimony, and they did not believe you.
1: They thought you were lying. How could, I'll put it this way, how could they make a judgment? How could they not come to that conclusion? They had sat in, that, in those seats and heard th- over three weeks of nonstop, relentless testimony from paid employees and towards the end of the trial, randos, <laughs> as I say. So you don't blame the jury? I don't blame them. It wasn't, I, I don't blame them. I actually understand he's a beloved character and people feel they know him. He's a fantastic actor. Their job is to not be dazzled by that. And again, how, how could they, after listening to three and a half weeks of testimony about how I was a non-credible person, not to believe a word that came out of my mouth, I'm a hysterical woman, I'm a crazy woman. I can't be trusted over and over again. Johnny Depp was quick to
2: celebrate his victory in a statement that read in part, from the very beginning, the goal of bringing this case was to reveal the truth regardless of the outcome. Adding, the jury gave me my life back. I am truly humbled. When I asked his lawyers, why do you think you won? The answer I got was, because she never took responsibility for anything she did in the marriage. And as we're sitting here and I watched your cross-examination, there's an answer for everything. Do you feel you should have owned up to more of your own bad behavior that was revealed in court?
1: I'm glad, actually, you asked me that, because, you know, there is an answer for these things that you say. I said this on the stand Uh, my you know you hear my voice in those audio tapes it's not the voice I of me now that's not who I am now I did do and say horrible regrettable things throughout my relationship Uh, I behaved in horrible almost unrecognizable to myself ways there's so much I have so much regret on the first day of the trial
2: you issued a statement and part of the statement said, I still have love for Johnny. Yes. Is that still true? Yes. After everything.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I love him. I loved him with all my heart and I tried the best I could to make a deeply broken relationship work. And I couldn't. Amber Heard
2: says she intends to appeal her case, and she's concerned her defeat may be a setback for other women.
1: I hope this hasn't, you know, had the chilling effect that I worry it may have on other people. I worry about that. But if I can look you in the eye, Savannah, and say I'm still here, and maybe that serves to balance out some of the very, very real fear others may have about coming forward or speaking out. How do you see your future now?
2: Do you think you'll act again?
1: I get to be a mom. I get to be a mom, like full time. One day you may want to tell your
2: daughter about this or have to tell your daughter about everything that you've gone through. What would you tell her about what happened here and what this experience has meant.
1: I think no matter what, it will mean something. I did the right thing. I did everything I could to stand up for myself and the truth. I look forward to living my life and I have a long one, I hope, in front of me. And I um, I will continue to walk through this with my, my chin up.
0: That's all for this edition of Dateline. We'll see you again next Friday at 10, 9 central. And of course, I'll see you each weeknight for NBC Nightly News. I'm Lester Holt. For all of us at NBC News, good night.